The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing conversations to come. New episodes of With Wit are available every Tuesday on all platforms. Welcome to Real Pod. It's your host, Victoria Garrick Brown, and this is the podcast where we hold nothing back. Oh, so we're getting deep, huh? I really cried for 12 days straight. Why do I want to be perfect? There's nothing in my life that is perfect. Every week, I'll bring you honest, unfiltered, and eye opening conversations to help uncover the real in all of us. I crave the type of content that you're talking about. I actually felt insecure. Oh my God, am I going to cry? Let me just unload everything. <laughs> New episodes every Wednesday. Leave those filters at the door because it's time to get real. All right. We are back in the U.S. Both the Eras Tour concert in Tokyo is over and the Super Bowl. And now Max and I are laying in our hotel room very unwell. We both keep having a weird cough. Yeah, she's got the... It's a little black lung over there. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't even know where to start, you guys. I feel like there's two types of people. There's people who come back and they're like, oh my God, here's everything from start to finish. And like, they have all this energy. And then there's other people who are like, like, I just feel like you just did that on your stories too. Do you think that's what it is that I yeah, post definitely. so much on my stories that I like, I'm like, just go to my Instagram. I don't Cause, have the energy. Yeah. Cause I feel the same way when, you know, like usually after trips, like, for most people, there's like a, a recap session with your loved ones or whatnot. Yeah. So I'm better with a question and a prompt. So we posted this morning to Instagram, both mine and the RealPod IG, to ask you guys if you had questions for us about our wild Eris End Zone weekend or anything you wanted to know. So one of the first questions is like, how did this even come about? So this came about at the last minute. Truly. And yeah, it was in inbound to us from Priceline asking us if we would be up for doing this challenge. And I think that someone also asked, how did they find or choose you guys? I think this is the beauty of the internet is like, you never know who's seeing your videos. You never know when you do have a viral video, like whose desk it's going across. And so, you know, there are people at Priceline who were familiar with Max and our, and I, and our relationship and, you know, my love of Taylor Swift and his love of football and then our mutual love of both sports and Taylor. And so, you know, we're so grateful that they thought we were the perfect couple for this. Yeah, it was funny, too, because I had a couple of buddies that when I posted my first like Taylor Swift breakdown video, I had a couple of buddies text me like, dude, what is this? Like, why why are you doing this, man? Like, like this is Did you really? no, no other football guys are doing this. And it's funny. One of them texted me this week and was like, hey, you were right. We were wrong. Like, good on you for leaning into the, the the Taylor Swift thing. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. It, it was dumb. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's not that deep. Like, it wasn't like a, a serious, serious conversation. Right. But it was funny, and it does show, like, you, to your point, like, you never know whose desk a piece of content's coming across, and like how it's going to relate, and how the dot, dots are going to connect. I was thinking that just with this being an opportunity for both of us. I mean it really was like, we want Victoria and Max. And 
then I think you and I were having a conversation one night at dinner where I was just like, I'm so grateful that you're in my content, like in the way that you are and that everyone loves you and that we get to kind of show bits and pieces of our relationship online and get opportunities like this. I will gladly be the plus one any day. This is de- <laughs> don't get, let's not get it twisted. It's definitely Vic's show. No, but, but you, I was, no, you but know, this I, was an opportunity. I, I played a role, played for a role. Both of us. I don't think that they would have just wanted me to go by myself. I mean, it was, it was a 50, 50 Aris end zone because of both of us. I have told this to Max and I'm pretty sure you feel the same way. We don't ever want to do more couple stuff than we already do. I like it being 30% of the shtick, but I don't want ever our relationship to feel like it's work. Yeah. Not like it's work that we have to work on it, but like it's literally work. Like we're paid to be together and be happy. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't feel as strongly on that as you do, but I totally see what you're saying of like, it's nice not having that pressure. So I'm, I'm good yeah. with that. Yeah. Anyways, this is a, <laughs> this is a podcast. We could probably do a whole episode on yeah. couples and social media and our thoughts, but that's how the opportunity came about. We were super grateful to be challenged by Priceline to do this. And I've already used Priceline. It's great. Actually, shout out Maureen. Maureen loves Priceline. And I used Priceline to book an upcoming trip I have to Miami. But yeah, we booked everything through Priceline and they were with us every step of the way. Someone else submitted a question that said the real timeline, period. Your posts were not in real time, period. (laughs) Oh, we're getting called out for the post-concert delay in some of the stories. You want to know, here's what happened. There's no like manipulative motive. What happened is we went to the concert in Tokyo and got back at like 10.30 p.m. This is our second night in Japan. We're so jet lagged. I'm trying to edit this vlog and then I can't even keep my eyes open. And that's not usually me. Like I can grind through everything. I knew you guys were just waking up and I would love to have delivered a video, but I couldn't. And I also waited to post on stories because I wanted to post the vlog So it was just kind of like, okay, let me just go to sleep. I'll set my alarm for 7 a.m. I'll wake up, edit it, and then post it then. And it'll still be like 2, 3 p.m. your guys' time. And so then like everyone wins. So that was that. But people were freaking out. Someone said they were checking your stories and my stories and they thought we missed the concert. (laughs) And it's so funny too because Vic, Vic's an absolute stud at turning out content in real time at the event. If you guys saw her, It was twice. One at the airport on the way there. She's able to put out a full vlog like on the spot. Most creators would not be able to do that. Yeah. In the airplane. She's literally posting it like as we're boarding our flight. As we took off. Most creators are just like, nope, can't do it. Got to get back to my hotel. Like when we land. Sorry. That's just how it is. And then at the Super Bowl in the first, first like five minutes of the first quarter, she's editing the vlog to like get it up. And it's just like, that's the work that goes behind the scenes that like you 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 crush. And it was a bummer because I would love to just be present soaking in the first five minutes of the first quarter. But the way that we're even there is because of this content that we're going to create. So like it, it's priority. And then as soon as that third video was up about being at the Super Bowl, I think I was like, go get me a hard seltzer. Literally, I'm ready to let loose. Ready to be a fan. Woo. Someone else, speaking of us being jet lagged, was like, please describe your jet lag throughout the trip. They want the details. <laughs> it was not that bad. People remember. think I'm trying to be a hardo. Right now, we are filming this podcast at, I mean, it's 1030 in the morning. We we slept in a little bit, but not like crazy. Wait, we're, should we're I go fine. see what time it is in our hometown of Tokyo? If it's 1040, now that I'm so used to my conversions, it's probably like 3 a.m. or something. Yeah. Well, and for the record, it's not just me. Vic last night was up till midnight 
We played a few hands of blackjack, had a nice dinner. It wasn't like we were itching to get to bed like right after the game. It, it was it was genuinely it was genuinely fun. Yeah. You know, I think it's a few things. First of all, like you're just high on adrenaline. Like when you're doing something so exciting like this, that's once in a lifetime. And like I feel like both of us were just full of so much gratitude. You're just like hyped and can't believe like we're doing this. So you want to have great energy. We prepared a little bit. We stayed up till like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. the night before our flight. And then we woke up at 7 to go to the airport. So we were kind of tired. That helped us sleep on our flight to Tokyo. And then we got there and we powered through dinner. And then we went to bed. And I woke up at 4 a.m. that next morning. That was tough. And then I had like a 22-hour day because I woke up at 4. I don't know. You just kind of... I feel like sports helped me a lot with this. Yeah. And I guess it was the flight back into the States. You know, we slept for what, four and a half hours on that plane ride. And then Vic slept, I guess it was like, like five hours. You got five hours. Vic slept another hour from San Fran to Vegas. So you have like six hours. So it's like you're tired, but you're not like, not like dead. And I also think what helped is we didn't have events in the mornings. So we were able to sleep in until, you know, 839 which yeah. in the grand scheme of these trips like sometimes you have events like you got to be up at 630 that's that would have been brutal if we had like morning events that would have yeah, been yeah for sure we're gonna take a quick break to talk about one of my favorite sponsors and favorite parts of my everyday which is ag1 Look, taking care of our health is not always easy, but it should at least be simple. We're all so busy. We have so much going on. I personally need something really simple that I know is great for my overall health. And that's why for the last four years now, I've been drinking AG1 every day, no exceptions. AG1 is literally just one scoop mixed in water once a day every day, and it is so good for you. AG1 supports your whole body health. So when I drink AG1, I know I'm getting essential brain, gut, and immune health support with vitamins, probiotics, and nutrients from whole foods. I like to think of it as like nutritional insurance. So I know I'm covering my nutritional bases right from the start of the day. Each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more. It's a really powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. So if there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it is truly AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. Even if we didn't partner, I would still drink it every single day. That's how much I love this. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash realpod. That's drink, D-R-I-N-K-A-G-1.com slash realpod. Check it out. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I go to therapy every other Thursday, so I go twice a month. And it is truly one of the highlights of every week that I have it. I just feel centered. I know I'm going to be able to talk through my problems and things I'm struggling with and get that expert help so that I can feel more confident in my everyday life. And therapy can be that place where you work through the challenges you face in life, whether it's relationships, friends, work, your significant other, things you're dealing with with yourself. I'm super proud of the relationship that I have with myself. And a lot of the reason why it's so tight is because of the years and years I've done in therapy. 
So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Look, I know it's the season of love, but become your own soulmate, okay? Whether you're looking for one or not, visit betterhelp.com slash real pod to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, better, H-E-L-P.com slash real pod to get 10% off your first month. Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Don't wait. Do that today. BetterHelp.com slash RealPod. I will say the nice hidden gem of this whole experience was, aside from actually making our flights, transportation, and being at Eras and being at the Super Bowl, we didn't have other places to be. Usually when you go abroad, you would have a full itinerary. You'd want to make the most yeah. of your trip. Like, here's where we're going to lunch for dinner, for snack, for walking around. These are the tourist sites. Like, we had one day in Tokyo just to explore, and we had no plan. And so we got to go to the front desk, and we got to get the tourist pamphlet, and we got to look at the map and say, well, where do we want to go? What are we feeling today? And like, I think that that was great because we got a mix of like everything in, just enjoying the city, being together, seeing some of the most famous notable sites that we were wanting to see, which was, please forgive me if I'm pronouncing anything wrong. The Meiji Shrine was just absolutely gorgeous and stunning. If you're going to Tokyo, that was just such a like meditative experience. Yeah, that was so awesome. Speaking so of like, you know, and not being full tourist mode. Like the fact that that was our activity, it was so peaceful. You're just walking through just what preserved forest area with the the, the temple. And yeah. It was, it was it's great. This the weather was crisp. Yeah. The weather was amazing. It's this beautiful forest. Like it's a man-made forest of like all of these thousands of donated trees to protect the shrine of, I think it's a former I want to say emperor. emperor. Yeah, emperor and, and empress and their spirit was laid to rest in the shrine. And then we went into one of the little museums there and it was just cool to learn more about the culture. So, I don't, yeah, we were. And then we and then we just decided, oh, let's walk to Shibuya Crossing. Like, you know, yep. and then we were like, let's go to this place for coffee. Like, so it just kind of all fell together. And I think that that was really nice and peaceful. Japan was awesome, too. Yeah, it Japan was. Japan is such a clean city. And honestly, I walk away being like, us we gotta we gotta get our stuff together it's really an interesting feeling when you like walk in a city and it's not dirty and there's not trash and there's not just stuff everywhere there's very limited trash cans in japan which is like a wild concept yeah or at least in tokyo even when you look at like the little bottom of the curb on a sidewalk like there's no anything right there it's it was just kind of wild to see it really it felt like you obviously spun the globe and you were like on this opposite side of the world but other than the cars being on the other side of the road, I didn't feel like like the city life, at least in Tokyo where we were, felt familiar in a sense. I will say, though, that the people in Tokyo, every interaction we had was amazing. Like the people were so kind, so kind. I didn't have one bad interaction, Nothing. not even with a stranger in an elevator or a staircase. Everyone was so polite, so sweet i think we even saw that at the concert that people yeah. we've learned since this is the culture you know we're not really singing along because the way that the concerts are approached is we want everyone to have a good experience we want to respect the artist we want to hear the artist perform whereas in america i've seen tiktoks of people talking about like the the swifty scream people who are like they are and they just like go 
you know, wild because they're so excited. But then the people standing like in front of them behind them are like, okay, this is brutal. And then people debate like, well, they paid their money. They should get to do whatever they want. But so did this person pay their money. That's literally what happened at our seats too. Yeah. Well, not ours, but to the left, there were two Americans who were, that was pretty. They were screaming the whole, they did not read the room. I felt really There's no chance that girl's voice is still alive <laughs> two days later. I felt really bad because all of the sweet Japanese people around us were like just looking at them. But then, of course, they wouldn't say anything because they were so nice. Yeah, they're like, these Americans over there, what are they What are they doing? Wait, can we talk about how cute it was that you were afraid to stand because you were so tall? Everyone on Instagram thought that was the sweetest thing. You guys are giving me too much credit. Don't get, me, don't, <laughs> don't get it twisted. I was standing for most of the show. But some of the slower songs where you don't, there's not as many visuals. I was like, all right, this is a strategic time for me to sit. And so I probably sat for four songs, five songs. Yeah. Just not insignificant. But yeah, I felt so bad. I like walk up to the chairs and there's there's just poor, two poor, two poor women behind me that, I mean, hopefully they could see the screen at least. Well, (laughs) I think that's always the thing I forget when I go to concerts or festivals with Max is when we show up to our seats, everyone around us just sighs in disappointment. It's Honestly, I feel bad. It's like they're paying all this money and it's like, God. But I feel bad for you. That's your height. Like, you can't help that. But I will say, at least if we're aware of it, like, I felt like I was either trying to stand like a little far from you so we had a gap between us that they could see through or stand like right in front of you on you so that they had a full seat gap to look like we were trying but just going to the concert in Tokyo was surreal it was just amazing and I think what was awesome and different about the concerts that I attended at SoFi Stadium were hearing Taylor's voice like I felt like I could actually hear her catching her breath on the mic like all the little things and her vocals were amazing like I thought that was really special, especially during the surprise songs. Like I felt like we were in a room full of quiet people just listening to her play an acoustic number, which is heavenly. Yeah. For me, the trippiest part was just seeing the impact. It like really struck me firsthand, the impact that she has. Like in the States, okay, that makes sense. We're in Los Angeles. All right. That makes sense that there's a ton of energy. But the fact that you go abroad in a country where many people don't speak your language and there's still that following and that tie to Taylor and people going crazy. Mm-hmm. Like that was, that was wild. It was wild. Like walking into the, uh, walking into the stadium, feeling that. That's so true. It's just like, damn, like yeah. to be that impactful that you're global. And imagine how crazy it is for them. Like this American pop star that you see, on your TV screens, on your phones all the time is there in your country, in your country. Yeah. Performing. So true. I also want to talk about the food in Tokyo. So bomb. It was amazing. We went to three restaurants, I would say. We had the sushi, the Jojo and dinner, and then we had the ramen. And then the other meals we ate at our hotel just because they were breakfast. But I posted this on my story. I hope you guys took a screenshot. We highly recommend Shibir noodles for ramen. It's S-H-I-B-I-R-E noodles. It's so good. So good. We were the only Americans, which I think is a great thing because then you're like, okay, the locals, this is their spot. Only Americans that had to wait in line for 30 minutes. Yeah. I know it's good. Yeah, we had to wait in line. And then actually we forgot all of our yen in the room. So then we had a like... Not a chaotic moment, but it was like we only had an hour before we had to go back to the hotel to get ready for Eras. And we really wanted to have the ramen here, but we got it done. 
We got it done and the food was bomb and we definitely over-ordered with three different ramens. I felt so bad about that. Yeah. I think it's customary in Japan. They don't, they're very mindful about food portions. Yeah. I think, you know, being wasteful is obviously not a good thing. And I feel like Americans are really gluttonous. I just wanted to try three. There's no way we're the first people to do that. No, no, no. There's no way we're the first people to do that. But. We ordered Hence, three. Hence, we're the only Americans in there. No one else is ordering more than one portion. Well, we just, yeah. So, so for both Max and I, we would order two things. We ordered three things just because in my mind, I'm like, what if we wait all this time and one of them just, it's not, you know, our taste buds. And then we only have one. Like, I'd rather have three. And then we start noticing that everyone around us is like literally finishing their entire bowl of ramen. Like, slurping it clean and we're like oh my gosh like we're gonna look so rude and insulting if we don't slurp this clean but all three of them ended up being good and we just could not finish it yeah we had dried dan dan noodles bomb we had the traditional ramen very good and then they had this specialty one that they called they called toasted cheese so yeah it was like a three cheese something like that and so it was like cheese on top with some sort of beef situation in extremely flavorful broth noodles. Yeah. Very, very good. So delicious. Though, they have this spice. Tell me about the spice. Oh, yeah. There's this like n- tongue numbing spice. I've had it once before at a ramen place in LA, but hadn't had it since. But it's like this spice that I need to look up what it's called that like literally numbs your tongue to the point where I get like nauseous when the feeling happens. Not I, like, fully, but it's it's a it's a it's a good tingle. Yeah. Well, we love spicy. That's why we went to this place. They're known for spice. Oh, yeah. That's important. If you're not into spicy things, maybe not. Don't go to this place. But it was unreal. Anyways, we just we obviously we were super nice when we were getting our seats and leaving. And I think we we tried our best to, you know, we we were good. We were. Yeah. There's no way we're the first people that had extra. I know that food. That food was phenomenal. Yeah, it was. It was unreal. Oh, and that's another thing is I don't think it's customary to take things to go. So we were afraid to ask to take it to go because we thought that that would even dig us in a further hole and they'd say no. And so (laughs) hot take, hot take between that meal and the sushi meal we had, those top those two meals might be better than our best two meals we had on our honeymoon. (laughs) Maybe that's just guys, me. I love we, Asian food. We really missed on our food in Italy. Like, we really missed. We don't even, I don't have one meal I look back on and think that was a great meal other than the snack wraps we had at McDonald's. We had, no, I mean, we had, we had, we had, there's a lot of great food. But just saying, the, the food in Japan was bomb. There's also my theory, which I've said this for years, as an American man, I can't make or I am not good at making elite Thai Chinese Japanese cuisines versus I think the average home cooked meal can at least attempt attempt to try to make elite spaghetti or Italian dishes. And that's why Thai is such a treat or sushi is such a treat because we we can't do that. We love Asian cuisines. Okay. Then after eras, it was time to head to the Super Bowl. And I actually think the harder jet lag was the returning I just feel like we were wide awake on a flight that was technically midnight to 5 a.m., 6 a.m. for U.S., so we should have been sleeping the whole time, and we only slept for half of it. So I think that was... It it threw me off. The flight is three hours shorter on the way back. Mm -hmm. Might have even been three and a half. No, I think it was only two. No, it was three. The flight was 
eight, eight and a half hours. Yeah. It was pushing 12 on the way there. Yeah. Okay. That's four. So four. I'm not good at math. <laughs> Maybe it was like 11, 11 and a half hours. But either way, that, that was trivia. And so it, flew, it, you know, threw me for a loop. I was get, gearing up to watch like multiple movies and I was like, I can just watch uh, Max, one, Casino Royale and then sleep. Max was so excited for another 12 hour flight. Like he wouldn't stop talking about it. He, Cause I think Max, you know, he just, he's very go, go, go. He has anxiety. And I think for you to just be cooped up on a plane, like it's with permission nothing to, to do with no internet, like I love that you get to finally turn off and give yourself a moment to relax. But when he looked at the thing and it said time to destination eight hours, he was like, wait, what? He was like so heartbroken. He lost more of his relaxed time. All right. Now they're going to think I'm an absolute weirdo. I just was excited <laughs> to watch a couple movies, you know? I don't get that that much. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was um, fine. I watched one and then went to bed. And then Max was great. As we got on a connecting flight, I slept on the connecting. Did you sleep on the connecting? No. Dang. Wait, did I? No. No, I, I did. I did. I nodded off for a little bit. Okay. But not, you were gone like the second yeah. you sat down. <laughs> and then we landed in Vegas and people were asking, why do we have to get ready in a bathroom? That's just because our hotel room was not ready. I think we got to the hotel around... Ooh, two o'clock. Super Bowl started at 3.30. Our room was not ready, going to be ready in time and time was of the essence. So then we went to the hotel spa and then in there we used the big bathrooms to rinse our bodies. I did makeup and hair. Max just, just changed his clothes and then got a drink at the bar waiting for me. And then we headed into the game and then that was all pretty go, go, go. We didn't have time to spare. We weren't like rushing, like we were panicked, but like we didn't have time to waste. Like as soon as I was done, we dropped our bags off at the bell check. Then getting our tickets, getting into the stadium, you know, there's a whole screening process because like, I'm sure there's people trying to sneak into the Super Bowl. And then, I mean, a little BTS thing that I just don't know if it comes through is like, you know, when doing something like this with a brand, you know, you have deliverables and you have things to post at certain times. And so, you know, it was kind of work mode to get our final video perfected to really capture, you know, our traveling and I just think for me, like, because I needed to sleep, it was so much easier to, like, put everything in these little mini vlogs than, like, put it all on stories as it was happening because I was just so tired. I was like, literally one of the videos is me walking with my eyes closed, just taking a video to then, like, later put it all together and get that video live at the start of the game and then enjoy the game. Yeah, the timing worked out perfect with everything. We got there, what, 10, 12 minutes before kickoff? So they were doing like just announcing the teams right onto the field right when we got there. That was perfect timing. Seats were great. It all worked out. It was funny. Right when Vic got done with her vlog again at like five minutes into the game, she looks over and goes, give me that dirt dog. We walked past like a <laughs> bacon wrapped hot dog. Give me a dirt dog and a black cherry hard seltzer. And I was like, all right, now she's fan mode. And a bag of Doritos. And a bag no, of Doritos. And I was like, where are we going to get a bag of Doritos? Sure enough, they're right there. You guys, the voiceover, though, that you're hearing on that third video that we posted from the game, I literally recorded in the women's bathroom at the Super Bowl. Did you really? Yes. And I feel like people were looking at me weird. And I was just thinking, like, you just freaking do it. It's the reason you're here. You got to do it. <laughs> Wait, that's hilarious. So you were in the stall and what? People were just hearing you narrate something that they have no idea what it is? I did it right outside the bathroom. It was actually like less echoey right outside the bathroom. And then I was in the back room with my headphones in. They're probably like, what is this girl doing? There's so many characters at the Super Bowl. I'm sure no one thought anything of it. Yeah. It's just classic. Like, you know, me creating a storyline in my own head. 
Okay, I was recently on Cubby's Bachelorette, and if there was one thing all the girls loved and were drinking, it was truly hard seltzer. It's so good on a weekend, even the week. Okay, who are we kidding? It's an ice cold hard seltzer. Truly believes life can be more refreshing when we can be real, let loose, embrace imperfection, and allow ourselves to be free from convention. That's why Truly has something for everyone in more than 30 unique flavors, 30 flavors. And the best thing about Truly is that their flavors are so delicious and Truly is seriously shaking things up with their new party pack. Truly believes life can be more refreshing when we can be real, love that, let loose and embrace imperfection and allow ourselves to be free from convention. And that's why Truly has something for everyone in more than 30 unique flavors, including three lightly flavored mix packs, berry and new party pack. I'm seriously obsessed with Truly Hard Seltzer's new party pack because it has a flavor for everyone, making it perfect for any group setting. They've got fan favorites and they have their brand new raspberry. I am literally obsessed with raspberry hard seltzer. It is my favorite. If you want to find and taste these delicious Truly Hard Seltzers near you, go to trulyhardseltzer.com slash locations. That's trulyhardseltzer.com slash locations. Truly Hard Seltzer. Keep it light. Truly Hard Seltzer Beverage Company, Boston, Massachusetts. Please drink responsibly. We have some questions about the Super Bowl. Let's just get right to the juice. The Kelsey Reed push and how it's just passion. What are your thoughts on this? My thoughts, I think people are making a bigger deal out of it than it actually is. When you are a Hall of Famer and you've played for the same coach for 12 years, you're naturally going to have a longer leash with these things. That's a rookie receiver doing that. Yeah, that guy's benched the whole game, but it's just, it's not. And Travis Kelsey's known for not being a hothead. So I think that was maybe why it is getting so much buzz because people are like, oh, this is surprising. But then in the same token, Andy Reid and Travis know it's like they're, they're, they're boys. Like there's a level of respect there. It's why Andy's handling the post game interview he is. But it's just, I don't think it's that deep. I knew right away, right away why he was so pissed because the turnover happened when he was not on the field. And that area in the field is like where Travis is really good. Travis is just not a good blocker. And so that's why he wasn't in the game. But it's just like a whole lot of nothing. I think football guys know that, like, hey, those things happen. And he's able to get away with it because he is a Hall of Famer and he's played for 12 years. And sure, most players wouldn't be able to get away with that. Interesting. I will say when it first happened, I thought it was pretty bad. But then as I like kind of watched the videos and obviously hearing their post game, I think especially like, Andy Reid's energy post game about it, I think, like, is a nice tone setter. Like, he does not seem phased at all. I mean, granted, he just won the Super Bowl. Who knows what the interview would have been like if they lost. I think also Andy had said that he did not see Travis coming. So people, like, I think Travis had lots of energy and probably didn't mean to, like, actually physically shove his yeah, body. Yeah. I think it was like Andy wasn't looking. Travis was coming with lots of force because he's, like, moving quickly and then didn't stop. Like, if you did that, it would not be a great look. And I would want you to be someone who that doesn't happen. Like you can keep your temper in check. It's not a good look. But also where I net out with these things is I don't know them. I don't know them. I don't know the relationship. I don't know the context. I don't know the dynamic. I'm not going to go live my life being like so pissed and, you know, get like all invested in this thing I don't know like I just think we also need to remind ourselves all the time we don't know these celebrities we don't know the context like who are we to have a real like visceral opinion on something like that is where I know out yeah definitely don't know Travis 
but I can at least piece together the scenario behind the scenes of how it might be playing out, just given the scenario in the game. And I think it's a whole, a whole lot of nothing. And I'd be willing to bet that the day after Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey are either texting or the next time they speak, and it's going to be just like them laughing. Apparently, they already had a big hug on the field. Yeah. I, I saw something that was like Travis went over and gave him a hug like mid game because he was like, sorry, I like I knocked you a little bit. Yeah. And it's received different when it's a guy like Travis, who's not a hothead. Like this is the first time this has happened versus if it's In a guy years. If it, versus if it's a guy who's known to be a hothead and he's always on the on the coach's head. Like then it's an annoyance. Then it's a distraction. Then it's a problem. Now it's a oh, you have passion and, and all that. Again, if you are a rookie, if you're a second year guy, you can't get away with that. That's just how sports work. The fact that Travis is Travis. OK, he has he has more street cred to, to get away with something like that. Yeah. Another question said, did we see Taylor at the actual game? Sadly, no, because we were on Chief's side and I believe she was in one of the boxes that was probably directly above us, not like directly above us, but we were to the far right of the section. I'm sure she was in the middle in a prime section, so couldn't see her, but could see her on the Jumbotron when they showed her. And We saw her walk on the field at the end of the game, though. We, yes, we did see her walk on the I field. I spotted her right away. That's true. She walked in with Jason Kelsey, who Jason's hard to miss with his red overalls. <laughs> yeah. But even then, like you could tell. You can tell like everyone else is walking out of the tunnel just by themselves, by themselves. And then there's this posse of like six, half of which are security guards. Yeah, that was awesome. I was trying to videotape that, but it was so chaotic on the field. There were so many people and so much confetti that like you just couldn't really see. It is wild though, going from 24 hours earlier, we were at the Eras Tour where people are, some people are crying, going crazy just at the sight of Taylor. And then you fast forward to the football game and you know, she's just got a modest two or three security guards walking out of the tunnel. And yes, people are like waving and whatnot, but it's not, she is not the main attraction there. Believe it or not, even if the, t- the TV screens and the narratives might say all- otherwise, she's on the field just like all the significant others. And Max and I were saying how I can see a world where she really likes that. And totally. she's like, whoa, like I get to be here. Like I was even thinking that when Usher was doing his halftime show that Taylor's like watching another person perform. And like she probably knows how much time and preparation and hard work went into him performing that like and she's watching someone else do it. Like I guess like for a lot of Swifties, like Taylor is the main character. Like she is it. So to be in this environment and see a world where like she is just there to support her boyfriend and like be in this more side character role is like, I think like really fascinating and I'm sure refreshing for her. Totally. Especially after the last year where she's always been front and center. Yeah. Also, Max just loves their relationship all weekend. You've been looking at pictures of them just like he goes, this is his go-to line. Good for Travis and Taylor, man. Good for Travis. I've been looking at pictures all weekend. If it comes on my feed, though. <laughs> I'm 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 happy for them. Good good for them. Wait, say why you're happy for them. He told me this yesterday. It's so cute. Happy for them because they both seem like genuinely good people. I think the any hate that goes towards Taylor from the macho NFL fan is just totally, in my opinion, so much so much of it's overblown and false, and it's just I, I don't even know where it where it comes from. But I think it's cool. They, you know, find each other later in life. I think Travis's stardom is enough to at least balance Taylor and Taylor. I'm just, I'm, I'm a T-Swift guy now, so I'm, I'm bought in. I love that. I love them so much. I'm so happy for them. And yeah, I'm excited to like see where it goes because Taylor's such a private queen that this has been a, her most public relationship 
ever, dare I say. So, or at least most serious and most public. So I'm excited to see where it goes, but I'm rooting for them all the way. And I thought her outfit absolutely slayed. I mean, at first when I saw her in all black, I was like, all black for the Super Bowl. And then I was like, wait, let's talk about the details. Let's talk about the like little see-through circles on this corset. Let's talk about the red ruby necklace she's wearing, the 87 necklace, the accessories detail and the jeans with the little like, you know, sequin pop out, the ponytail that then when you look closely has the intricate braids. And then I start thinking, oh wait, and the custom Louboutins with the 87. Okay. She killed it. And then I was like, I think wearing more of a muted black look with those pops of like really cool girl, like sick custom energy was the way to fucking go. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if she came wearing like, I was just going to say yeah. all red leather, but Brittany Mahomes were all red leather, but I love Brittany Mahomes and she looked amazing and she's Patrick's wife and she's been in like Chiefs Kingdom forever. But I thought Taylor's outfit like was 10 out of 10. They, they fucking understood the assignment. Yeah. If Taylor wore the full red get up, people would have been all over her for, oh my, you want the attention? Da, da, da. Exactly. But you know what? When like Blake Lively does it or Brittany Mahomes, like, well, I mean, everyone's different, but. The media, they'll come on Taylor in a second, which is super unfortunate. When it's people- not even the media. It's just the, the macho NFL fan. Like the guy had customs. We were, we were checking back into the country. This guy goes, welcome home. We go, thank you. He goes, what were you out there for? Oh, the Taylor Swift concert. And then he kind of chuckles, like doesn't know exactly what to say. I get it. It's not the, the most normal answer. And then he, I guess, was a Niners fan because we landed in San Francisco. And he was like, yeah, I got to tell you, though, I'm a, a little bit annoyed about uh, like how much how much airtime and TV time she's getting. It's kind of it feels like it's really taken away taken away from the sport. He's like looking at Vic, and this is just not the audience. And, <laughs> no, I have like such a deadpan <laughs> yeah. stare. I'm like this poor I'm not guy, smile. and he's a good good guy. With this poor guy, there's just not the audience for that. And then I think Vic was like, "Yeah, well, open for a good game or whatever." And then you could tell the guy felt awkward. But like I was, that narrative yeah. is so ridiculous. Like she gets like what. I think I said go Chiefs and forgot that we were going through customs in San Francisco. That guy hates our guts now. (laughs) So that was just a swing and a miss by both parties on that. But she cannot help that they're putting her on camera. Like she's, I'm sure she'd be like, don't show me at all. 20 seconds. And I didn't watch the telecast. So maybe she was on for not 20 seconds. And let's just say she was on for 90 whole seconds of airtime. That's it. It's not that long in the grand scheme of things. Exactly. And I honestly doubt it even was 90 seconds. Seriously. I'm seeing a question that says, what did you do to not get sick? How'd you maintain your energy? And I, this is not an ad. This is me talking within the actual interview of the show. I could not do trips without AG1 and Element. I mean, agree yeah, or disagree. Yeah, it's part of your, you have your whole baggie. I no, agree. literally. Like having AG1 every morning, the travel packs. And then if I get fatigued, tired, drained, headachey, I take Element. I, I literally I really think that makes a big difference. I mean, especially in another country to be getting like all those nutrients in the morning, like as a base layer of your stomach. And then when I'm tired, jet lagged, and like we've been walking all day up for 22 hours to have an element like to replenish lost electrolytes. It's a game changer. So AG1 so clutch. I'm pretty sure I there is an AG1 read on this. So you guys drink AG1.com slash real pod. I'm going to give it a second plug. The more I think about it, though, the fact that we didn't have plans in the morning, I know I already said this, but this is the answer for why we weren't jet lagged. It's because we were able to have a little bit slower mornings. Yeah. And so it didn't wear yeah. us like that. Yeah. Well, the last question is just how are you guys recovering and what are you up to this coming week? 
Vic, tell me about your plans. Where are you off to? Okay. Well, for, well, before I'm off to my next adventure, I'm really excited because I am taking the full day of tomorrow off. So it's Tuesday. So the day you're listening to this, yesterday was my off day. And I'm so excited. What are my plans? Nothing. I'm not setting an alarm. I'm sleeping in. I think our rug is arriving and our nightstands. I hope so. I hope they arrive because that would be the perfect day for me is to just like get work on the house. I'm going to see my mom probably get air one for lunch. I'm so excited to do that. that. Speaking of get the system. And then actually Thursday. So the day after you hear this, actually, it might be Friday. I, I don't even know. So many flights, so much travel. I'm headed to NBA All-Star Weekend with the Hidden Opponent. We are doing some awesome work there with Adidas. So incredibly exciting staying in the sports realm and it's going to be a really meaningful experience we're going to be doing some mental health workshops for some of the elite high level next to be stars in college basketball players as well as just middle schoolers and youth kids who love the sport and so talking to athletes about mental health and I'm playing so sports is a dream. The Adidas collab is going to be so sick. I want some swag. Yeah, we are going to have some shirts, some THO X Adidas shirts this weekend. It's going to be very swaggy and amazing. I'll bring you something. Please do. And I'm what excited do- just to get back into the into the routine. I know. And that means Max gets a weekend away from me. This is true. This is true. It'll be relaxing. It'll be fun. Will you miss me, though, after all this time together? Yes. I will not be able to sleep and i'll be up and it'll be a whole whole thing so please please check on me (laughs) okay let's end it there i love you so much and we're off to get chipotle if you were wondering like our first real meal back talk about it's a good home cooked meal yeah chipotle chipotle (laughs) no thanks for thanks for having me bye everybody we love you thanks for listening Thank you so much for listening to this episode of RealPod. If this hit home or helped you in some way, send it to a friend, a teammate, roomie, share the love, share the realness. New episodes of RealPod come out every single Wednesday. So make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To leave a rating or review of the show, head to iTunes and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you. Not to mention, you can stay connected with RealPod throughout the week, seeing behind the scenes info and sneak previews of upcoming guests by following the at RealPod account on Instagram. All information about today's show and guests will be linked in the description of this episode. Thanks again for listening. I love you guys so, so much. Let's go dominate the day. And as always, keep it real. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.